Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. Today we're going to go back in time just a little bit to talk about the Avengers and their MCU debut all the way to now to and into the future of the Avengers movies and where they're heading and all that good stuff. So let's take a quantum leap, which is a TV show, but you know, the quantum realm, blah, 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 and talk about the Avengers. So, the Avengers, what do you guys think? Just, just What do I think? What I do think you we think? Need, before we talk about the Avengers, you got to talk about where it all started, and that's with uh, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr., baby. I don't know, and man. That, I, that's I, the movie that revolutionized, I think, superhero movies to what we know today and become honestly, commercially successful. I think it started with honestly. the Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> the Japanese Spider-Man I from the loved, 70s. I would have loved him to be in the in uh, No Way Home. That would have been sweet. Anyway, you know, I'd be down. I'd be down for like a reboot Japanese Spider-Man with the mecha and everything. That'd be right? fun if they just went full ham on it and just like totally played into it. I mean, I feel like that'd be really fun. They should just integrate him into the Power Rangers. He 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 pilots a a giant robot too. So the Avengers was, you know, based based off the Marvel comic, which I believe in the Marvel comic, it was um, it was the same ones we have now, minus uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye, but add Ant Man because if I'm not mistaken, Ant Man started the Avengers in the comics, um, but of course, you know, Ant Man didn't come into what phase three or whatever, whatever the phase was. Then we had 2008, Iron Man comes along, and you know. Um, there was a lot of like crap that happened before Iron Man released. Like, John Favreau really wanted Robert Downey Jr. and the studio didn't want Robert Downey Jr. because of his drug, you know, his past with a uh, with drug abuse and all that stuff. But then, he, and then it's also Iron Man. Like, like comic book nerds at the time knew who Iron Man was, but like the casual movie watcher didn't really know who Iron Man was. Yeah, pop culture is just like Superman, Batman, and Spider Man. Yeah. And so, you know, in the Incredible Hulk. And so, and X Men. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, X Men had come out by then. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, X Men, I don't think was as popular as the rest of them. Uh, but luckily for everyone in the world, including Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man made the big bucks. And so that kind of started off. And then, of course, the Incredible Hulk at the end of Incredible Hulk, he comes in, Robert Downey Jr., or Tony Stark comes in and it's like, we're forming a team and all that stuff. So that kind of, sparked the whole Avengers thing. How old were you guys when, when Iron Man came out? Ah, geez. When was that? 2008? Mm-hmm. Eight. 2008, yeah. Man. You know how old I was? I was like 21 or something. I was a probably freshman or sophomore year of high school. I think I was like 15. God! Yeah. <laughs> how are we friends? <laughs> Goodness. I was going through puberty, my dude. <laughs> At 15 years old? Bloomer. Oh, yeah. I was a late bloomer. Okay. I remember not going to see Iron Man when it came out in theaters, uh, but my mom did, and she really, really liked it. Um, and then I finally saw it. Of course, I was like Spider-Man all the way. I think the only movies I didn't ever see in theaters were Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and Shang-Chi. Really? Shang-Chi. Yeah. After Dang. that, yeah. I vividly remember seeing the Incredible Hulk in theaters. Although in That's retrospect, the only time only time I've yeah. seen it. In retrospect, I wish I would have saw Shang Chi in theaters because it was a like the story was okay, but the the CGI and everything about like visually Shang Chi looked great. Didn't care for the story. Don't even really care for Shang Chi <laughs> to be honest with you. Not and I really don't care for Aquafina. I don't know how she keeps getting cast in movies, but whatever. He's really understated. Like even in Marvel. Like there's some, there's some movies that I feel are are haven't really like made an impact. Like Shang Chi, The Eternals. Oh, The Eternals. Um, Eternals was um, a cluster. I feel like yeah, like Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals during the Phase Four saga, all all kind of like came out and people were like, meh. <laughs> And and no one really paid attention and or cared about yeah. the story. 
I saw the Eternals. Black Widow should have came out earlier, way earlier. I feel, I, oh I yeah, but luckily for Black Widow, she had already made a name for herself. So it's like even even though there was a movie, we all know who Black Widow is, and we all love Black Widow. It's fine, but with Shang Chi, no superpowers. Yeah, exactly. With Shang Chi and and the Eternals, it's like the Eternals for one thing has way too many characters, and there's a guy that shoots lasers from his fingers. It's like. I don't know. It's just a weird. Have y'all seen the Eternals? I know we're not. I have about this, but yeah, um, the Eternals is a is a weird movie. It was a very. It doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. It's a little. It feels like it's, it feels like more like a, it feels. Um, I feel like it whips. would fit more into like the Sony universe than it would the MCU. Like I don't know, just the way that the production value and the way that they shot it felt more like a like a Sony production than it was Disney. Marvel because that, that I don't know, there, there was, it, was, it was a lot more like oh I wouldn't want to say it was necessarily like gritty but it was a lot more like it wasn't nearly as flashy Fixy. as the majority of of Marvel oh, movies these yeah days. I would agree with that it was very it was very very understated compared to what you like you think of Ant-Man Quantumadium and Gardens of the Galaxy and 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 you know everything the worst Doctor Strange in, in the Multiverse of Madness there's these they're very over the top the Eternals was very like it was almost like a I dare say almost like a character movie it was like it was really just focused on more like their relationships like obviously they had the bad guy at the end and they had kind of like their action piece but even their action piece I mean they ended up basically just fighting on a on an empty beach essentially mm-hmm. you know yeah that's probably there the wasn't best. there wasn't portals there wasn't like a whole bunch of crazy stuff it was just like a whole bunch of people who used to be friends they came and, back together and, yeah laser finger guy becomes a bollywood star yeah. <laughs> i just i don't Do you know think that change is a good thing or a bad thing did you guys like that i didn't from I the mean, usual honestly formulaic i honestly i kind of liked it out of out of the phase four phase four. i think the eternals are is probably one of my favorites besides spider-man no way home obviously and and i might be a little controversial on this the multiverse of madness i think why is those that controversial two favorites huh why is that i've heard people don't like it oh i've heard people don't like why? it. i mean it's, i, I it's, really it's enjoyed Raimi's- it unique approach to yeah, dude, i guess I, so yeah a lot movies? of people i think a lot of like feminists don't, don't like it because they made they made uh a wanda's prime motivation was like being a mother so they don't like that she was like her motivated by motherhood and then oh, they don't gee. like and then they also didn't like that they made her a villain and then they also thought is it not I comic accurate they or? didn't huh is it is that not comic accurate that she, she no i think it is i just think it just it just rubbed People the, the wrong, wrong way. way. I think it made people uncomfortable, perhaps. I mean, and then people were complaining about uh, the, the the heroes that were destroyed in two seconds, basically. And there was just some, if you like break down some of like the motivations and things, there's really some like large plot holes where you're just like, well, honestly, if they just did this, she would have been just fine. Like, why didn't, oh, yeah. why didn't Doctor Strange just help her find a, a universe that... Needed the kids lost their mom, you know, things like that. So some people then we wouldn't have a movie. <laughs> but hey, we but, got we got John Krasinski as Mister. Watch Fantastic. Wandavision. <laughs> Wandavision is fantastic. I, I think that's my favorite of Phase Four that I've seen. I I'll see as far as the TV shows go, Wandavision and Loki. Which I don't know if Loki's yeah, Loki's the the very last one of Phase Four, isn't it? I don't um, know. I don't. I stopped paying attention sure, to phases, but but it's definitely but WandaVision just just even like because I'm I'm a, like a production nerd, right? So I love like how movies are made, movies, not just watching them, and just from like a production, WandaVision is incredible. Like the work that they did, every every episode is like a different decade, right? They actually used like period accurate equipment from the time that it was representing to make the film. So when they did like the 1940s, they literally built a 
a studio audience set. They used 1940s cameras. They used 1940s lights. They used 1940s production methods to, you know, use the makeup on Vision and get him the proper color so it was in black and white. Like, and they did that for every decade. It's, I, 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 that's incredible. I just love that. Um, but that's a great story in of itself. I stopped paying attention to phases a long time ago. I think it's important to realize that there's phases, but I, I guess that you don't need to know them to get the gist of the movies, but I could yeah. see how it's confusing for people. I only use it as reference of like, where, like, where are we talking about? Because there's so many, you know, it's like, okay, if we're talking about phase one or whatever. I'm like, okay, we're talking about like, you know, mid yeah. 2000s. And then if we're talking about phase four, we're like talking about a couple of years ago. That's that's just how I use it. I'm just going to talk about the movie. Like, I'm not going to be like, well, we're going to talk about phase one. I'd be like, we're going to talk about Iron Man to this movie, to the Avengers, you know, because that was basically phase one. Speaking of the Avengers, let's get back on track. So the Avengers, did you guys go see the Avengers in theaters? Probably. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I did. I saw it years three ago. times in theaters. It was awesome. So it was the first time our our live action uh, heroes got together and fought Loki, which Loki was actually the villain in the first Avengers comic. Came out in 2012, features Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Incredible Hulk, and Captain America. So what did y'all think of the movie? I mean, as far as like, I think they did a fantastic job getting the team and actually giving them proper motivations. I think you see, I want to rack on DC a little bit. You see like DC and their their previous incarnation of a universe as kind of like, they all get thrown together for the sake of being thrown together. Whereas Avengers was gave them proper motivation. And you could, you could tell what each character is coming from and how they mesh in the group. And I think that was primarily accomplished by having all the different characters introduced in their separate films first mm -hmm. and, you know, laying down the characters of who, who they are. And then I think they did an apt job of making the first Avengers movie kind of like a, uh, kind of like a, a budding head situation, you know, cause you, it makes sense. All these different characters from different backgrounds don't get along. And they have to have a catalyst to actually make them come together. I think they were very smart. Yeah, it, it definitely helped that they each got their own movie. Whereas, and we talked about this, whereas Justice League was like, let's give uh, Superman and then also Superman and Batman and throw Wonder Woman in there. And then let's make the Justice League. Yeah. Like, let's introduce three characters in other movies and then we'll add, what was it? Cyborg and the Flash? Is that it, right? Just those yep. three or those two. Yeah. And we're also going to tease, tease John Jones. I think they made it a little bit better with Zack Snyder, but that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, it, it definitely helped that they each got their own movie beforehand. And I think Iron Man they had the freedom to do movies. so. I mean, they had no competition. Yeah. I mean, that's Warner true. Brothers and Universal Pictures, their attempts at creating universes failed because they'd had a, they have a cohesive vision. They wanted to, Who did? for whatever reason, try to compete as fast as they could. And obviously that's not going to work, but we'll Who see what Universal DCU. Pictures. Uh, I did something. Universal Pictures? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. The whole movie is. Let's see. Loki comes down to take care, take control of Earth. I hate the, Loki in the movie. He's like a comedic, snarky person. He's not is even he, comedic. Is, is, he, is he like that in the comics? Or is yes, that just I mean Tom Hiddleston. If you notice, interpretation. If you notice, like, like all these gods are like jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the Avengers, each Avengers movie, like there's, it's like especially Loki, like specifically Loki, he takes himself less seriously as the movies go by. You know what I mean? So like in the in the first movie, he's like, I come with glad tidings. It's like nobody says I come with glad tidings, yeah. you know, and then eventually he starts speaking like like a human would, yeah. <laughs> you know, like in Thor Ragnarok. He's he's just, you know, cool. Well, even Thor Loki. started speaking off like with that regal yeah. dialogue and diction. And then he well, yeah. actually. Exactly. He came. He tried to speak like human. royalty or something, and then eventually yeah. he met, you know, Jane Foster and all this in the Avengers and stuff, and kind of started changing his not out not his dialect, but just the way he spoke and his eating habits. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Um, 
that, that's a whole other conversation we'll get to. And then in 2015, Age of Ultron came out. So tell me what you thought about Age of Ultron going into it before you saw the movie. I don't remember really much, but I just know James Spader is Ultron. I love his voice. Yeah, he um he was on The Office, uh, season eight of The Office as Robert California. And that's where I, like, he had been in other stuff like Seinfeld and, and some other random things. But I first saw James Spader on The Office. So when I found out he was announced as Ultron, I was super excited. And then I watched a little bit of The Blacklist. Um, I didn't get that far into it before I stopped watching it. But when I found out he was Ultron, I was like, this is going to be awesome. And it was. I like I thought James Spader did great as Ultron. I don't know why. Why was it so divisive, this this Avengers movie, compared to others? I guess it wasn't as well received. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, this is like the the, you know... <laughs> Yeah, the least well-received one of the bunch because I guess because, I, you know, honestly don't know. I think I think with the story, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it I personally like, liked it. I, I mean, I did too. I love I love Age of Ultron, but for some reason, people find something wrong with these with sequels and stuff. And I'm like, like I guess maybe Ultron wasn't like he was in the comics and stuff. And I don't know. People Not as need powerful. To, yeah. I guess in some comic iterations, he's on the level of Thanos. Yeah, he is. And like, mm-hmm. even in, um, you know, what if he becomes essentially vision and Thanos and, and Ultron mixed together. Um, I think that was a problem. And it's like, I don't know. People don't understand. I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here. You don't under, uh, don't understand what the word adaptation means. It's not like a straight translation it's an adaptation. We're taking a property and adapting it to the screen, meaning there's things that will work and there's things that won't. If if Ultron was too powerful, they wouldn't have been able to defeat him in that movie. And then what? Then where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. Just like people blow my mind with getting upset that things aren't comic accurate. It's like, well, this that's why they call it the Marvel Cinematic Universe and not just the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So that they can have some freedoms to do different things that will work better on screen than they did in the comics, you know? And so like Ultron, if he was crazy powerful, it's like, well, what's the point? What's the point in making a movie about Ultron? Let's just throw a different, let's throw, I don't know. I almost said the Silver Surfer, but the Silver Surfer was actually apparently pretty powerful in the comics too. It's like, let's just get Dr. Doom in there. Let them kick his ass for a little while, and then yeah, go on to the like, next movie. Kind of like a one-shot villain of the ep- villain of the week type of yeah. situation, where they and, could, maybe could have been, maybe built up Ultron in previous movies somehow. Then it well, maybe would have been more menacing, like it, like they built up like Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, like Thanos was a different story because he was built up. He was shown briefly throughout these movies, and then it's like boom, there he is. You know, <laughs> when was he first seen? Uh, he was first seen in Avengers. He was was he first seen in Avengers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it was because uh, because he's who gave Loki the Post staff. Credits. Yeah, he oh. he was the one that sent Loki down, and oh. then at the end he was. They were like, they uh, said something about the Avengers being stronger than they thought, and to court them would be to court death. And I don't know if y'all know anything about. And then you know, Aven- or Avengers, Thanos turns around and smiles at the camera. I don't know if you know this about. Thanos, but in the comics, Thanos is in love with death. He's like, a simp. Yeah, he's in love with death, like as a person, as a woman. Yeah, lady so, death. So that, like, it, it's just it, it is kind of weird how that that cutscene. He's like, "To court them would be to court death." It's like, it's like, oh, that yeah. was the well, that was the only mention of death in Thanos wanting to court death. I wonder where in the production pipeline Thanos went from being like the eternal simp he is for Lady Death into like an eco terrorist. I don't because know because I'm probably like when Adventures Verse came out, they probably were going with that angle of courting well, death. Right. I think in the comics he was doing all this, trying to collect the stones and everything to impress death. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly not, what he's Yeah, not just to, you know, wipe out half the universe and so that everybody would be better off or whatever oh, his yeah, plan there's, was. There's no noble goals in the yeah. comics. It's literally like he's killing half the universe as like essentially a Valentine's Day gift. It's yeah. like, hey, look at me. I got all these stones now. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like I got I got I got all these souls for you. 
let, let me smash. Yeah. Um, yeah she, their parent, Lady Death was going to be in, the, uh, I guess, Infinity War, but uh, the Rooster Brothers decided not to because they didn't feel like they had enough time or there's better to focus on Thanos. I'm reading Also, I mean, I think it's it's kind of like they had to change Thanos' character to give him a motivation, arguably noble goal. You know, they turned him into a, a, a relatable, sympathetic villain as opposed to just like this a straight psychopathic, straight-up murderer, you know? Like, they gave him a gravitas and an emphasis in the film that honestly made Avengers Infinity War. Endgame is still good, but Avengers Infinity War, I think, is the best Avengers movie yeah, by far. Well, and that is largely owned to the fact that it's really a movie about Thanos, Thanos. himself. Well, yeah. Not the Avengers. Yeah. So and they let's... had... They had to have a solid character to work on for that. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and start talking about Infinity War. So Infinity War came out in 2018, and I remember going to see Infinity War, and it didn't like like kind of like what you said with the Eternals. It it didn't really feel like a Marvel movie, um, mainly because you kind of knew what was going to happen. Like there was this like dark looming presence throughout the whole movie. Until it happens, you know, until everybody, he snaps the swingers and half the universe is gone. So, like, that's the kind of vibe I got when watching that movie. And it was kind of, uh, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but it was like, you kind of had a bad feeling the whole time. And it was kind of hard for me to enjoy it the first time, to be honest. And I never thought about this until just now. But, like, I really, I I did enjoy it. But, like, the whole time, I just kind of had this bad feeling. And I didn't enjoy. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as as I as I probably should have. The first Almost like happened? something was inevitable. Yeah, it, I am. So it was a good feeling. Like that's what the movie intended. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess to, so. To feel, right? If that's if that's yeah. what they intended, then that's how I, they did their job. Because like for me, I went and saw it, and I went and saw it, see it at movie tavern, which probably was the first mistake. Don't go see a movie like that <laughs> at the movie tavern. Um, and if, for those of you who don't know what the movie tavern is, it's a movie theater that, that like has servers and stuff. And so they're like walking in front of you and you can Smaller hear people. Screens. Yeah, yeah, you can hear people ordering. And and it seems like the even though the, the seats go up, it seems like they're farther back from the the screen. I don't know. We were at mm. the very top, so that probably could have been an issue too. Because I think when I ordered the tickets, there really wasn't that that many places to sit, and there were three of us. So in retrospect, I should have went to see it like an IMAX, which is what I did for Endgame. If that was their goal, was to make me feel like, like, oh my God, this movie, there's, like, I don't know what's going to happen yet. I mean, I know what's going to happen. I just don't know when, and I don't know how. What was one of the more uncomfortable deaths? I thought Vision's, I know, initial death was interesting. Oh yeah, he like the stones like literally like taken out of his his soul his soul taken twice. out of his head essentially right twice. Well, he, he <laughs> well she you know she uh, Scarlet Witch well, first she blew him up blew it up yeah and killed him and then he reversed time and he took it out again. She he died twice. Oh. <laughs> and he like so turns he, into like this like pale color or something. Yeah, well, I thought that was like android. weird. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, that that death was interesting because. Because Scarlet Witch, you know who, which let me go ahead and say, I didn't realize at the time that Scarlet Witch and Vision were a thing in the comics. Because, you know, I mean, I like I like comics and everything, but I, I'm not super caught up on all the comics. So, like, I didn't realize they were a thing. So when I saw that they were, like, together in a hotel together, I'm like, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, why so, are they, why are they in dating? In the MCU, was Vision created by Ultron? Yeah, Vision was, was Ultron's intention. He wanted... Yeah. He wanted he called, to build, at least in the MCU, he wanted to build Vision he, and take his take his body over. Yeah, take his body, which is what happened in uh, in What If. Mm. He ends up taking his body and then also taking the stones. He like, he, he, you, y'all see that episode of What If? Whenever he he comes up, he comes. Uh, I guess he goes to Titan or something, and he just mm-hmm. like slices Thanos in half and takes the gauntlet, and it's like, like. Why didn't Vision? Why didn't our guy do that? Yeah, <laughs> like he could have just done it real quick. But he was—I think he was hurt the whole time. The mind stone. But anyway, um, yeah. So Vision he even calls him his Vision. But then luckily Thor came to the rescue and was like, "I'm gonna jumpstart this bad boy." And 
creates them. Thank God he was a good guy. Of course, we knew he was going to be a good guy. I think another, I think especially like in Infinity Wars, Loki's death. I think I was like in the first 15 minutes, like it essentially opens and Loki just straight up gets killed. Next snap. That's because he's an idiot. And he gets like killed that was, than he usually is. Like but veins yeah, but popping just, out of his neck. Yeah, the, the veins popping out of his the brutality of that. His eyes the, the callousness. Shut. I was going to say, you just knew exactly what kind of movie you were going to see. <laughs> that was scary, though. Because he just squeezed his neck. He looked like he barely did anything. He got like gorilla grip. And then he just dropped him. I assume you two went to see Avengers Infinity War in theaters? I saw Avengers Infinity War in a drive through theater. Oh, that's I cool. think, oh yeah, you told us that. Yeah. You did tell us that. It was that. pretty fun. We watched yeah, something. It was a it was a two parter. We watched something before it, and then yeah, and I don't know if I could afterwards. have right. I don't know if I could have um, enjoyed it at a drive-in theater. I mean, I barely enjoyed it at freaking a theater that served you food. <laughs> no, so it I, was it was real fun. We snuck in. Um, we snuck in some alcohol with us, and uh, we had a good time. <laughs> I'm sure. What about you, Zachariah? I'm sure, I saw it in the theater. God, you don't remember going to the theaters ever? Do you remember the time we went to theaters, Zach? Yeah, because it's movies I cared about. You didn't care about <laughs> Infinity War? Yeah, I'm not a big Marvel guy. Oh, yeah. It's you you like duration movies. What's your take on Infinity War then, Zach? Mm, not as good as... Uh, I, I prefer with the, the, the solo movies, to be honest. <laughs> Um, not really the Avengers movies in general. Like I, I like the first Iron Man, um, Captain America. Um, I don't know. I just re- those movies resonated with me more. I, th- I think there's too many characters. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Can't really focus on one person's story. I mean, I, I, I watch at least the Marvel movies from just uh, a story, uh, emotional feel standpoint. And I don't know the Marvel, the Avengers movies are, are fun. For, that's for sure but i don't know for me I, I just like the more couple character focuses and their struggles and their triumphs yeah that makes but, sense but the music's you know i'm a big music guy and you know the avengers uh, they have a great theme yeah it's always performed like the intro we're not gonna get copyright strike man you can you don't know disney could be reasonable there is a reasonable use clause that that is okay it's called it's called fair use and we're not educating people it's for commentary as well. Uh, whatever. Okay, finish your statement, Zach. I'm sorry. Anyways, yeah, the music of uh, Marvel, like the main theme, is or one of the highlights of the movies. I would, I would agree, and I think it's it's changed a lot. I think it's like I do enjoy it in, the, especially in the first, uh, in the first movie. But I think once it gets to Endgame, it's it just seems like a, it's a lot more. Um, What's what I'm looking for? More, more of a staple, I guess. It's a lot more full, a lot more um, energized, I guess. But we we should do an episode on the music of Marvel. I think or the Marvel scores, and maybe even DC. But DC doesn't really have memorable memorable scores to me. Yeah, the, yeah. the marvelous Marvel music. Yeah, yeah. The, marvelous the Marvel. Basil. The Marvel movies have more of a traditional symphonic score, whereas the DC. Well, even like more each synthet- like more synthesized and digital tones yeah. of Hans Zimmer and non non melodic melodies. Right, I agree. And like even like the the solo movies had had good scores. Like I remember in uh, even like Thor: The Dark World, which is like one of the most hated MCU movies that came out. I remember thinking. Oh, this music's really good, <laughs> you know. And so, uh, I think we could do a whole episode on the the Marvel music. Uh, the, cool. the audio guy at my old church used to play the Avengers theme music for like walk in and walk out music. So we'd like, <laughs> we'd like, we'd like have a sermon, and then you're like the Avengers theme. That's so funny. Was over because the, the people there probably didn't know what it was. Oh, they had no idea. All these boomers had no idea, and yeah. like this is straight up. Where's Captain America, man? That's hilarious. Good for him. Just playing whatever the crap he wants. So, of course, we know how the Avengers Infinity War ends. Is 
snap of the finger. And then I think, is it that one that we ha- we see? Um, no, I was going to say we see Captain Marvel for the first time, but no, Captain Marvel came out before Infinity War came out. Mm-hmm. So we got a whole movie of her. Um, I think the only thing about Captain Marvel I really liked, and I know we're not talking about that, but was the 90s aesthetic, Samuel Jackson in Young Face, and... Um, the music, not 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 the score. I don't remember the score from that movie, but the, like the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack was good. But that's because I grew up in the '90s, so I was like, I know all these. It's kind of nice build up to to the Marvel. Captain Marvel is building up to Endgame. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the the post credit scene was in Captain Marvel. Yeah. The the post credit scene in Infinity War is Fury. Sending the beat okay, there. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then okay. we get Marvel, and then we get Endgame. Yeah, and at the end of Marvel, she's like, "Where's Fury?" Okay, I remember now. One of my favorite scenes in that movie, and and the music goes with this too. Like the whole like the visual, the music, and just what happens is whenever um, Thanos has completed his goal, and he just goes to that planet and just sits and looks out into the field. <laughs> And then that music plays. You know what I'm talking about, Zach? Mm. Or Jake? I just thought that yep. was, I was like, this is a nice scene. Like, even though he just did something pretty bad, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a nice scene. Like, he had completed his goal. Like, he completed his mission. He was, yeah. Good. I mean, Infinity War was about Thanos. Yeah. Like, he was the main character. I guess I never thought about it until, you know, just, just until like you when he gets it. his head chopped off. That's an, that's an end game, though. But that <laughs> that's was funny. end game. Because, you know, Thor went for the head. I guess I never thought about it like that, how it's kind of Thanos' movie. But it, it totally is. Like, it totally makes sense that, you know, this is for Thanos. Like, because he completes his goal. So, I guess. Yeah, it's essentially. I mean, he is essentially the protagonist, the protagonist yeah, of totally. the film. Man, that blows you know? my mind. I, I never thought about it until just now. Like, if you think about it like that. And I, I think I should watch this movie again with with that in my head. You know, being like. This is Thanos's movie. Thanos is the protagonist, and I wonder if I'll have a different experience watching it than I did before. Because I've seen the movie a few times, five or six times. You know, I'm grinning ear to ear, just like, just I'm so glad I was able to bring that to you. <laughs> I just, I never, I never ever, I never thought about it. I just, you know, it's an Avengers movie. It's called the Avengers. It's not called Thanos. So I just, the Avengers are the protagonist. But I will say, you know, they tried their hardest. Those Avengers. And then they all died, or half of them died. <laughs> I will say one of my one of my favorite parts. Whenever they, uh, and it's probably probably felt something more than I felt when Peter Parker, you know, got got zapped or, or dusted away, was whenever um, T'Challa is like, "General, General, this is no place to die," and he tries to pick her up, and then he vanishes and she falls down. I thought that was pretty sad because you know, all of a sudden now their king is gone. All right, let's move on to uh, Endgame. So that came out in a year later, 2019. Um, so half the universe has been been dusted. And how does it open? I forgot how the movie opens. It One opens of the first scenes in space. Like Captain America in a. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Opens in, oh, space in space with Tony and, and Nebula in the ship. Yeah, in the ship, and they're trying. They try to. They get it re- started for a little bit, but then it dies again. And so you know, Tony is super skinny and. He's about to die, and then Captain Marvel shows up, brings him down. And actually, you might be right. Um, Sorry, my but, first, I thought I remember Captain America in a. Well, uh, that's what I was just thinking. Um, like a, a PFT, PTSD group. Oh, no, that wasn't at the beginning of the movie. That was, I mean, it was, I don't know. Man, now I need to watch that movie. I again. think you're right. I think it opened with Tony in the spaceship. Yeah, I guess I need to watch it again. But I, but I remember. Captain I mean, America. The, that is part which of it. I think fun fact, I think the one Directors, of the Yeah, he's he's in there. He's the one that has a story about uh going on a date and they talk about, you know, whatever and he cries and cuz he's like he's gay. Like his character's gay and so he's like he cried, you know, at this time and I cried at this time. So, yeah, yeah he he talks about going on a date. Um that was I don't know which Russo the brother that was, but it was one of them. And so, uh, anyway, good actor. <laughs> yeah, he he was for his small part. He was actually like really good. I thought. I mean, I believed him. And so, yeah, we save uh, Tony. That would be Captain Marvel's uh, doing, saving saving Tony. And 
whatever. And then there was that really good scene with a uh, what's his face, Robert Downey Jr. Like it, it really like shows me how good of an actor he actually is. Just that sometimes he picks stupid movies like uh, Doolittle, and I'm like, oh boy. So I'm but, like, waiting for the third Sherlock to come out. Oh, Sherlock was I think good. Sherlock. Dude, Sherlock, I, I saw the first one. I saw the first one. Sherlock. Yeah, I saw the first one. He was also good in this movie called The Judge. If you've ever seen The Judge, watch that movie. I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's so good. Like, it's, have you watched it's a, it, though? Yeah, have you watched it, Zach? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just, just, I just you, buy movies and store hey, them. Hey, you know, uh, I have movies that uh, in my collection that I've never seen. I have some movies of mine as well that I haven't seen. Yeah, that's weird. You're weird. <laughs> I actually have some movies that since I moved into this house that I still haven't watched that I bought. There's movies are I they in, seen. Are they in boxes or are they all on the, the shelf? No, the ones that were at my old house are in boxes. The ones uh, that I bought since I lived here are in my closet. Because there's, like there's like a shelf. There's a bunch of shelves in the closet. And there's like one of my shelves has all my games. The other one has all the movies. So, Oh, no. I looked, so I looked at the synopsis. The opening of Endgame is actually starts with Clint Barton. Oh, that's right. Archery. That's right. That's whenever. Um, that's right. Oh man, yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. He starts with Clint and he loses his whole family. That's yeah. when he loses Ooh. his whole family. I remember now. Oh the man. Snap. Yeah, they all yeah. disappear. Because that's whenever he's like, "Who eats mayonnaise on a hot dog?" That is weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's the weirdest part of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she says, "Y'all want ketchup?" Or what did she say? "I want y'all want mustard or mayonnaise?" And then she says, "Who eats mayonnaise on a hot dog?" You know that remind that makes me think though. What was Clint doing in Infinity War? Was he even in Infinity War? Uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, Ant Man. Neither Scott nor or Hawkeye were. Wait, the whole. Oh, you know what? Ant-Man. No, he was in. He, he no, he was no, he was in Endgame. Dang it. Whenever he did that whole killing spree, that was an end game. Yeah, I guess he wasn't in Infinity War. I mean, he was, but he wasn't in the movie. <laughs> he was there in the universe. It just wasn't in the movie. Man, what's he doing? He's just hanging out with his family, I guess. He's just chilling. Everyone's all snap. in the galaxy had... fighting. He's just eating hot dogs. How many years was it uh, for the people that weren't? Five. Snap. Uh, snap. Five. Five. I Five wish we had years. series series in between focusing on like Black Widow cool. and I mean I don't know how exciting it would be but make it a, a character driven drama keep it like five, six episodes I'd, I'd be pleased with that yeah totally yeah, we, got, we got some glimpses I thought we did of uh, from, I well, thought with like Black Widow yeah. during certain scenes I don't know was it Endgame perhaps I don't know well Black Widow we learned oh no not Black Widow, either Black Widow or in Hawkeye, we learned that um, that his, her sister was was snapped. Um, I don't know. There's been random instances where we learn kind of what happened. What if Daredevil? I don't think Daredevil was snapped, to be honest. I don't, I don't think know. he was. I haven't watched She-Hulk yet, so don't spoil it for me. You're not missing much. Somebody oh. said something. Somebody <laughs> mentioned it the other day, and they're like, "I like him in She-Hulk." I'm like, and I just like oh my stuck my God. I stuck my fingers in my ears, and I was like, "La la la la," like super loud because I was like, "Do not." So I'm going to watch She-Hulk, regardless if it's good or not, because like this is a Marvel <laughs> show. Like I gotta I gotta watch it. I just it's good, but just totally over the top. Well, I'm still like I still haven't finished Miss Marvel, so I need to finish that first, and then I'll watch. She-Hulk. I haven't watched that either. It was it was getting so pretty good. I was looking up. I was looking up why he wasn't in it. Apparently, according to the the Russo brothers, he was under house arrest. Oh, that's for, right. I was yeah. Avengers uh Civil, Civil War. War. That's not Civil Avengers, that's Captain America. He was following the rules. That's right. I remember now because I think he had a him and him and uh Scott both, or at least Scott had an ankle monitor because Oh yeah, well Scott an Ant Man and the Wasp, he he had the was, ankle monitor. I remember last, like the Civil War ended with them in a. Uh, oh yeah, like in that prison. Prison. Mm-hmm. Right. Prison. Yeah. Or if he was just, like in a glass uh, cage somewhere. Well, no, he uh, he got broken out. They got broken out by Captain America at the very end of it. Oh right. Okay. But then, um, yeah, because Scott was under house arrest, and then they put the thing on a rope or on, a, on an ant. Okay, so we uh, <laughs> excuse me, we uh, I mean, you know, as far as movie wise go, that ant's still out there just playing drums. 
Yeah, that's true. It's just chilling. This is being chilling. Being uh, chilling. All right, so in game, let's finish up with in or not finish up with in game, but talk about in game so we can move on. Um, so did do you remember seeing in game in theaters, Zach, or was that one you don't really you don't know if you, you probably saw? I've saw it <laughs> in theaters. That's what I meant. In theaters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've seen I see most of the big commercialized superhero flicks. But we we were still working at Channel Seven together. I think he went to see it before I did. Yeah. I think because I was going um, with an old friend from Channel 4, and uh, he, he had gotten us a bunch of tickets. He, he makes a lot of money. Um, he had gotten us a bunch of tickets, and so I showed up, and it was the Thursday night before it was officially releasing. So, you know, yeah, the whole the audience was full. It was completely full. Um, and that was one of the first times that, like, I went somewhere, and everybody's like, whoa, yeah, woohoo, cheering. That was probably the best movie-going experience I'd ever had. Seeing that movie in theaters was awesome. And I saw that movie three times in theaters, uh, but it was it was awesome. I loved it every minute of it, even the whole three hours. It didn't feel like three hours at all. No, it didn't. I could have went more. I mean, like I, I I'm starting to like three hour movies if they're really good, like Batman, mm-hmm. Avengers, Blonde. Blonde was really good. I I was super. I love that movie. Um, and then Justice League, which was a four hour movie. Like I could watch that again. Are you talking about the Zack Snyder? Snyder. Yeah. Come on, yes. Of course I'm talking about Zack Snyder. Um so yeah. Uh so that movie Not you know, Joker? Yeah, you saw that twice, right? You saw that. Yeah, but that's twice. not a three hour movie. Oh. It's like two and a half hours probably, but not three. So what'd y'all think of in Endgame? How was your you know, how was it? What did y'all think, first of all? Cause at first before the movie came out, I was like, I'm gonna be so pissed if they use time travel. To figure this out, <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. So, what did y'all think about that? In game felt more disjointed to me. Um, don't get me wrong; it was still a good movie, and I and I sat through most of it just like totally enraptured. But in comparison, specifically to Infinity War, it's a lot more disjointed. It almost felt like three separate movies that were put together. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It almost feels like three separate smaller movies that were like three separate vignettes that were put together into a larger movie. Whereas Infinity War, you had all these different characters. You had all these different, you know, situations are jumping around, but it still felt cohesive probably because Thanos tied it all together. But without Thanos as that main driving force, all the jumping around felt it didn't if it felt less cohesive and it was kind of harder to follow and kind of until it got to the end where Thanos Thanos showed up again it felt kind of um uh non-directional they didn't have a direction to really go in was it as satisfying like the defeat of Thanos or no or just like oh just make it let's let it happen I, I think I cared more about seeing what happened after um he was gone like uh Captain America I think his end and be able to grow old was 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 uh, pretty that touching was, to watch that was pretty pretty nice like I remember whenever he went and then he came back and he was just sitting on that bench and we're, and everybody's like oh my god is that him oh my god oh my god oh my god and then it was him and I think I think he played a really good old man <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um that was him like wasn't Joe it yeah. Biden. yeah that was him it was just <laughs> they just uh you know aged him digitally and how what was like the last what they, scene what was the last scene of the movie was it uh him dancing yeah with with peggy yeah in the their home yep yeah that's yep. excellent yeah yep and what was, was the old, was the old man scene was that a post credit or or, or no, where, that was, where was that that's part of the movie no, part of the movie there were no post credits it was in the announcement okay portion tony died they were returning the pen particles and the stones to their rightful That's, place. Whose mission was it to go back? Was it uh, to my mom's for the for I guess finding the stones or whatever? Was it Captain America to go back and put the stones back where they were? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they could have like Captain America's. They just rushed through that in a way. Um, I yeah, think they literally could, they <laughs> it lasted all of five seconds. <laughs> they could have done a series on that. I feel like. Uh, yeah, they could have, and they should. With with uh Chris Evans, yeah. Like, could you imagine Captain America and the Returning of the Stones? That sounds yes. like a Harry Potter movie. But 
Yeah, I think that would have been great, but that's I, five I five episodes, maybe six. You'd be good. They tried to fit so much to wrap things up. So that's probably well, why it felt the big question was a little too much. Because you know the soul stone, you know who had the soul stone the whole time was F and Red Skull. So it was Red like, Skull, who was yeah. played by a different guy. Yeah, it was played by a different guy. But this but you know, it's like Every, I think I think any if anything, everybody wanted to see their interaction. Like how did he get the soul stone back to Red Skull? Yeah. After sending him to that planet in the first place. <laughs> I like, I don't think it would have been as explosive as people might think it is. He'd be like, Here's a here's a stone. It's you can have it back. All right. See ya. Now, at that point, <laughs> I think Red Skull had kind of accepted his role as the as the watcher Protect, for the it. protector of the stone, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like he could really like it seemed like he was kind of bound. Yeah, he was to that place. So it's not like he would necessarily try to get revenge or anything. He's probably just like, "This is my well, duty." I, I would do. I would be okay with like a conversation between the two. They don't have to fight. Like I'd That's be okay, fair. and uh, like an hour long conversation. I would. I would watch that. I mean, the conversation would have to be interesting. Just and, a podcast with Captain America and and, and Red Skull. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Maybe they get in the comics. They talk. But it'd be, yeah, I know. It'd be cool. It'd be cool to to see that interaction. If that interaction was five minutes long, like, let me just get those two together real quick and be done with it. But whatever. <laughs> I bet what it would be would be like uh, Steve would have to fight people off before he got to the top of the mountain or something. Like they'd add a bunch of crap that wasn't there in, in Infinity War. Or, uh, yeah, Infinity War in any game. I imagine the conversation was very chill. I I would too, and then you know, and I'm okay with that. Like I said, I'm okay with just an hour long car. It's like it's like. A, have you ever seen a, what is it called? Um, with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, it's like the Marriage. Is that what it's called? I think it is. Yeah, Marriage um, Story or something. Marriage on. Story. That's what it's called. Marriage Story, and that's like, you know, they have a lot of arguing in that movie, and I'm like, this is cool. I'm I'm cool with this. Like I'm cool with just talking. Like not everything has to be. I mean. You probably don't want three hours of it, but not everything has to be like, you know, actiony and stuff. Like, even if it was just them two talking, I don't know. Maybe he has a coffee maker up there, make him some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, um, okay. Anything else on on end game before we move on? Well, I was going to talk about. I, oh, this is all of them. <laughs> Never mind. It, it was. I thought it was just the Avengers movies, but it's. All Marvel Cinematic Universe movies ranked by Tomato Meter. You want to guess what number one is? Of course, or not, of course, but number one is and it's Infinity War. War. And it's not just the Avengers, is what I was going with that. Sorry. I would I would say Infinity War. It's Black Panther. Or Endgame. What? Black Panther? Really? The original Black Why? Panther. Why? I don't know. You know, to be honest with you, when I watched that movie, I was like, that was just okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't anything like to write home about. Endgame was number two. Iron Man is number three. I don't know when this list. Personally, outside of Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame, Iron Man is the number one film. I think it it was and still is the best. Look at the last one. I uh, (laughs) I'll be honest with you. Um, Also, a kind of a controversial. I don't think. It's better than the original Iron Man, but I enjoyed Iron Man 2, especially like Mickey Rourke. Like, I enjoyed that movie. I don't know. People seem to not like it. I really don't remember it that much, to tell it's, the truth. That's okay. Um, Besides his house getting blown up and he has a, a briefcase. Remember, Iron, Iron Man 2008 was a year before Disney bought Marvel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, ah. Not saying that had anything to do with like the change and like no, the quality, that, but I, I feel like well, there, know, was, there was something special. That definitely special explains about a lot because the entire structure of, of the original Iron Man is very, very different than the rest of the MCU. The first two, Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, feel very different from the rest of the I cinematic agree. universe. Well, I'm pretty sure that The Avengers was Walt Disney's first like Marvel movie that was released. Everything else was still, I guess, under the umbrella of Marvel Studios before. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they were developing it by the time. Uh, you know what number 31 is of the whole uh, list of MCU movies ranked by tomato meters? Eternals. The Eternals. Eternals, I won. I Ant-Man, didn't even see it. Ant-Man and the Lost Quantum Mania is number 30. Oof. It, it apparently I got, still haven't got, seen those movies. Yeah, I've heard pre- bad things. 
I mean, I enjoyed Quantum Mania. I wish they had introduced Ant Man as a more prominent character and helped, like a creator of the Avengers. I think I would have maybe cared more about the character. Maybe I feel but, like they're setting up Scott Lang to be that. In well, that's what I was just going to say. I think now, now it's kind of like going to be kind of Scott Lang's team now that Scott and like Miss Marvel. Is it Marvel or Miss Marvel? Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Miss yeah, Marvel's the. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, um, I think that's kind of what their their plan is. Um, okay. I so I don't think it's going to be as popular with people. Like the, all, all their old characters, like all like familiar faces. Not as many of them will be a part of the team. But hopefully, you know, Spider Man sticks with it. Yeah, I'm hoping there's I'm no like, there's just make it a Spider Man movie. No, like other characters like from the universe. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll see. They need a Spider-Man movie where he doesn't have a mentor. Yes. Well, I think that at at this point he's at that he's at that point where I think he's he's just going to be Spider-Man. Like that's kind of what I feel. It's probably going to be the most mature. Yeah. Version. Peter right. Parker. For well, sure. not only that, but like at least for Tom nope, Holland's. Yeah. Nobody nobody knows who he is anymore. So <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody crazy. knows. Let me rephrase. Nobody knows he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, okay, so I found a an article about Kevin Feige opens up about Phase Five Kang and the future of MCU. So I guess we're on Phase Five. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Avengers Endgame proved to be anything but the end for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and since then the biggest superhero franchise in history has only continued to expand. After closing out the Infinity Saga in ni- 2019 and killing off a few of its marquee players. Marvel turns attention to the multiverse, kicking off phase four with a slew of films and Disney plus TV shows, including WandaVision, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, Kevin Feige. Okay, so the question was asked. So let's start with that, man. Why was Quantumania the, the right film to kick off phase five and introduce Kang the Conqueror? Kevin Feige. We wanted to kick off phase five with a team of heroes that you already know. We knew we were going to do another Ant-Man film. It was always the idea to spend the majority of the time in the quantum realm. This place you've heard of about in movies and seen glimpses of it. We wanted to actually explore it. I haven't seen the latest Ant-Man movie. Is isn't the enemy's King, right? King is, that, the is, he, is he going to be in future movies? Oh yeah. Because there's several Kang the Conquerors throughout the multiverse. Is he menacing like Thanos at all? Or he seems like a CGI. Well, his whole deal, Kang's whole deal is, is he's the multiversal, like, if you watch Loki, he's the multiversal, like, Thanos. ruler, essentially. Like, he's the one that's kept everything in, in one universe so mm. far. And, and I'm not going to spoil it, but Loki changes that. The series Loki changes that. And so then that's where all the variants come from and all the different versions of different people. And so there's in the comics, there's literally, well, infinite supply of the sky. And they're bringing some of that into Marvel where they're going to have different versions of his character. So like Loki, his character was kind of benevolent if you look at it from a certain angle. And then in like Quantumania, the dude's, calls himself a conqueror and then there's other versions that are going to show up with him throughout this next phase so yeah you'll be seeing a lot a lot of, of king well, they're gonna be played by different actors or nope no no I'll same because that's Jonathan the whole it's, it's he's the guy who um uh in in the mcu he's the guy who essentially created or found multiversal travel based off of Stark's time travel thing. He built off that and became the first multiversal traveler. And so it's all the same actor who's playing him. Um, Jonathan Jonathan Majors? Majors? Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Majors. All right, let's see. Uh, what was it about Jonathan Majors that made him the right fit for this? Like you said, he's playing multiple versions of this villain. Um, okay, so I guess he was in The Last Black Man in San Francisco, which I really wanted to see, but I never got to because it didn't show him. And anywhere close to me uh, was a huge reason we cast him. Peyton Reed was a proponent of Jonathan's from the very start. We knew we were casting him for the la- for at least Loki season one and Quantumania at the same time. Working with both the Loki team and Peyton and the Quantumanium team, Mania team, excuse me. We thought Jonathan would be incredible 
or they're different incarnations of this character. And spoiler, he was. I guess they're calling phase, phases four, five, and six the multiverse saga, as opposed yeah. to the Infinity Saga. I didn't know that. And I will say, out of all the villains and different movies that they've created since phase four after Avengers Endgame, Kang the Conqueror feels the most... Uh, like impactful, like all the other movies, I'm just kind of like, oh, that's a fun movie, but I haven't really felt like it's made a difference in the Marvel universe as a whole. But with Loki and the introduction of of Jonathan Major's character, he's the first one where he actually has some like some gravitas to the character, and it's like, oh, this dude means business, and he's gonna be a he's gonna be a big a big pain. Yeah, he uh, to me, I thought Ant Man did the did did really well at setting him up as a villain as well as setting the future of the MCU up. Like I thought it, I thought, and I, I, I want to see it again to kind of understand, like I understood it, but I want to, I want to hear it again to understand kind of, um, Kang's whole, um, you know, deal. Cause he seems very interesting. Like Thanos was cool. Right. And I understood his whole, his whole motivation, but that was, that was it with Kang. It seems a lot bigger. And I think that's the whole the whole idea. That's why they call it the multiverse saga, because it's, it's like you can't have a multiverse and have this character that's one dimensional. He's got to feel larger than life. And I think with Kang, that's how that's how they're doing it, and that's how it seems. Um, it's pretty it's pretty cool the way the way they kind of explain it in in um, Quantum Mania, and you know you kind of get a feel for Kang kind of starting out because you you, you kind of learn about him in, in Loki I but I feel like he wasn't to me he wasn't really that big of a deal at the time you know? well that's what I'm saying the the character that you see in Loki for all intents and purposes is the variant that won you know and so you don't really see him as the conqueror he's just kind of right. like this benevolent ruler he's, he's just like the guy yeah and so you know, he's just kind of like this mysterious figure. And now we're actually getting into the meat of like all the different variants of that character and the mayhem that they cause and the motive and the different motivations that they each have. Cause each variant, you know, has their own motivations. Some of them agree with it. Some of them don't. Some want control, some want it all to go away, you know? So in the comics, you know, he even fights himself a lot of times. I bet you he'll do that. I bet you, I bet you they do something like that. I know there's. I know they have already introduced or have said that there's like a a character of his called like Justin Timely or something like that, and that's a direct pull from from the comics where like he essentially, if I believe correctly, he's defeated and he goes back in time and assumes a new identity um, and kind of like lives in the past or something like that. Hmm. Um, so hmm. lots of different stuff. I wonder. Ooh, did you watch Ant Man, Jake? I haven't I haven't watched Ant Man. Oh, I, okay. I haven't seen I haven't seen Black Panther, and I haven't seen the latest Ant Man. Come to me when you've seen Ant Man, and let's talk about what you just said. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to read this whole article, but it seems like we're introduced to the new the two Avengers movies, which was Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. After Endgame, I was kind of you know because Zach, you and I have talked about this a little bit. It's like we're kind of over the whole franchise, the MCU franchise and stuff. And we're basically watching these shows and movies because they're part of a franchise. Right. Mm -hmm. And so with, with Ant-Man, it's kind of um, re re sparked something in me where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen from here. Cause with, with all these different shows like Moon Knight and in WandaVision and Loki were great shows, both really good shows. I would totally agree with you there, Jake. Like I love both of those shows and, and look, Moon Knight was cool. You know, Moon Knight's a, a weird character and I was really excited. I want to see more of him. Yeah. Well, I want to see Moon Knight. Yeah. I want to see more of him. And like, I read, I read a little bit of the Moon Knight comics. It was a newer comic. And I was like, this guy's so weird. Like, I don't understand anything about him. And because I, you know, like I said, I've read comics here and there, but never faithfully read them. And so I found the Moon Knight comic at a comic book store and I was like, I'm going to buy this. And I read the first one and that was it. But I was like, man, this guy's weird. Like he looks cool. He's just all white, you know? He's supposed to be like this knight, almost like Batman. And they call him, sometimes they call him Marvel's answer to Batman. And I'm like, well, yeah, except for the fact that he has multiple personalities. Like, you know. Is he a billionaire? <laughs> no. 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 
<laughs> I think the, the the thing is, is he has like this side of him that's like a detective kind of mm. they the police help use him to help with um with cases and stuff and so like that's why they call him his their answer to batman but it's like no not not really and so, daredevil's like, more of that yeah i would agree totally and so like um like even when when endgame ended and we started getting all these disney shows and i'm just like oh my god like watching these shows and i'm like like hawkeye i think was the last good show that i watched where i was like I'm gonna watch this show because it's a Marvel show, and then I started watching. I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually really good!" Like you take Hawkeye out of the Avengers, and he's actually worth watching because, I mean, he's a guy that shoots a bow and arrow with a guy who you know is a god. It's like never runs out of arrows. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch a guy who shoots bow and arrows when you have Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk and Thor. You know, it's like in Captain America, it's like, whatever, Hawkeye, cool. But you put him in his own show, and I was like, man, this is actually a really good show. Don't care for Kate Bishop, but whatever. That's a whole other story. Um, But then, like, they just started making more and more and more. But then I watched Ant-Man, and I was like, okay. I was like, I am really excited to see where this goes now. To see, you know, what they come up with and who they come, who they, who they bring into the MCU and how they resolve it. X-Men. Okay. Fantastic Four. Okay, we'll see. I would love what to see you... Dead, Deadpool up in up in uh, Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. That'd be cool. And he's coming out in in he's coming out in a couple years from now. Yeah, I think. I think so. technically he's in Phase Six. It'll be a few years before we get Deadpool. I'm just yeah, saying, like Wolverine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. With with uh, Logan, that's gonna be cool. So, any last thoughts about uh, the Avengers and kind of the future of the MCU and all that stuff? Again, I'm more interested in like in like what's going to come with like these new teams, like Fantastic Four. Hopefully, there's MCU does it justice. We've had, we've had so many iterations of that team. <laughs> yeah, so, not so many, but we've had a couple at least, and I didn't mind them. But I guess overall, the public didn't, and it's not going to fit with. Uh, well, the last Fantastic Four it wasn't even connected to; it was it wasn't an MCU product. So, um, and then obviously X Men. I don't know what direction they're going to take with that. And have a new Wolverine, etc. cetera. Uh, be interesting to see. So, I'm, from that I'd, perspective, I'm more interested in in those type of things. I, I might really, I'll watch, of course, like the what the next build up uh, to the next Avengers movie, but. I'm more interested in like individual characters. Yeah, I I will say I did I did really enjoy seeing John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. It's funny he, to watch him die so, like so yeah, quickly. Yeah, really their, fast. Their panties in a bind over him dying <laughs> so quickly. It's like, come on. Yeah, like you knew this wasn't gonna last. Like, I, <laughs> even I knew that when I saw him, but I was really excited. But then he died, and I was like, oh, you know. But they did a new actor. I think it'd be weird to see him. I don't know, back in that position and somehow. Well, you know, one stronger than can be. That's the uh, thing with the multiverse is they can bring yeah, well, anyone back. To exactly. Do That's what I was just going to say. Like, you know, if he, if he's, he exists, he's a different attitude then because he was too cocky or like arrogant. I felt like in that movie. I mean, I mean, that's kind of the character, though. If you read a Richard, lot of the Reed Fantastic Richards? Four. Yeah. If you read a lot of the Fantastic Four comics, Reed Richard causes most of his problems. I like the one in the, the young version in that <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah. Uh, i could sympathize with him I, I don't know i could be more on a level i mean he miles teller did look good as fantastic mr fantastic like i thought the casting the casting choices in that movie were good yeah. like they were a good just young fine. cast yeah, yeah but you know the, the story was just whatever but i thought that, that the casting was great like i would love yeah. to see john krasinski and emily blunt as mr fantastic and invisible girl but you know what are you gonna do i'm not the cast director but anyway what about you uh jake your last thoughts i'm interested to see i'm interested to see where it goes i'm interested to see if they're gonna continue um creating kind of these in cap avenger films like they did or if they're gonna stop doing them kind of like they did in this past phase phase four didn't have an avengers movie after avengers endgame we haven't had an avengers movie i'm okay with and that. and i feel like as a whole the mcu has kind of suffered for that a little bit it's felt very uh um it, it hasn't really had a direction it's been very experimental very like you know these one-off things but i feel like they really need something to bring everyone back together yeah so i'm 
hoping that they do that with Kang. Um, but I'll see. I'll like to be. Uh, I'll be interested to see if they continue this model that they're doing currently. If they go back to the old model and start producing more of these adventure team up movies again, that'd be cool. I would be okay with seeing like you know, sure the multiple little build up adventures. Yeah, some of these young Avengers appearing in other movies and stuff. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure that multiple buildups, like in addition to the Avengers, like with these other big teams that are going to be introduced, like Fantastic Four, X Men, they're going to have their own series of movies to lead to something exciting, which hey, I'm excited for. One X Men property I am excited about is, you know, Disney Plus is creating X Men 97, um, which is basically a reboot of the X Men cartoon from 97. Nice. And, and apparently they're going to have four seasons of that. So I thought, if I've ever seen any, like, I haven't seen very many. I've seen, um, I think it's called the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It's an animated show. Um, it's actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll check out one of these, you know, this X-Men 97. Hopefully it's kind of the same, same aesthetic as, as the X-Men cartoon was. Andron. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically I'm sure it's not going to be, but if it looks like Dang. it, I, I, I won't know the difference. It's like the DC, most of the DC, uh, animated universe movies are hand drawn, but lately they've started doing the CGI, CGI stuff. I don't know. I guess it's cheaper. Yeah, it probably is a lot cheaper than having to pay somebody, you know, a hundred thousand hours to draw a whole movie. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? All right. All right. Cool. Well, uh, that was our conversation about the. I guess what more like instead of just the Avengers, the Avengers in the in the future, the MCU. Thank you for listening and. As always, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Google. What is it called? Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And also on YouTube. So, yeah, check us out and, you know, let us know what you think or give us any comments you might have. If you want to leave us a, a review, please do. And if it's a bad review, leave it so we can we can learn and and get better at our craft here. That would be great. And so, yeah, check us out. And if you have any ideas for episodes or anything like that, you want us to talk about, then, uh, you know, let us know and we'll, we'll try to get to them. Hopefully, hopefully we'll pick one of yours. Am I right? All right, cool. So, yep. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic day. You said the thing. Bye.